0: Today we have a, I think there's a nice connection that I can make between our first reading from St. Paul and our Gospel. Our Gospel, of course, is the famous passage of Jesus talking about love of God as the most important of all the commandments, and then love of neighbor as as coming in second place. And if you note, one of the things it says, you know, at first I think Jesus' talk about love, in a certain sense it's it's a bit abstract, uh, but then you read on in the gospel and you get to the account of the passion. And suddenly now this talk about love that was kind of abstract is now made really, really concrete because you see it demonstrated concretely, physically in Jesus' own body that he, he gave himself for us in a very real and very physical, physical way. So, and I think that ties into what he says here when he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your strength. So there's this kind of physical dimension to love that's very evident in the passion of Christ and in what he went through for us on the cross. That same kind of physicality, the physicality of what I'm calling the physicality of love, is seen in St. Paul, too, from our first reading. St. Paul talks about how he is now, let's say he says, um, this is my gospel which for which I am suffering, even to the point of chains, like a criminal. But the gospel is not chained. So if you can imagine the kind of I think we, we don't fully appreciate its heart, and it's it's important for us to really meditate upon the realities of what Jesus and the apostles went through to preach the gospel and to establish the church. The kind of physicality of it all was immense. So if you think of St. Paul, you know, who's ministering all the way from, if you have any sense of geography, he's ministering all the way from from Palestine to Rome. And they didn't have airplanes or cars. You know, so to get from one point to another, it was a very physical thing. Even if you were on a ship, you know, and they used ships a lot, it's still very difficult to get on a ship at that time. They didn't have motors. <laughs> it was, because of the lack of technology, it was extremely grueling physically. St. Paul's diet, I mean, he's constantly traveling around. He's not located in one place, he's constantly moving. And uh, on tradition, he made it all the way to Spain. So if you think about the kind of geographical territory that he covered, without modern technology, how physically demanding that would be, even if he had the help of a ship, for example. And then if you think of his diet, his diet would have been horrible Horrible, absolutely. He's malnourished, there's no doubt about it. You know, they would have only been able to eat like maybe two or three different kinds of things, realistically, especially if you're traveling. You know, they're they're basically eating bread. That's what they're eating. You know, these people at the time. And, and then especially if you're traveling, you're this itinerant preacher. And and then Paul, if you look in 2 Corinthians, he, he kind of talks about, he sort of opens up a window into a little bit of the physical privations that he suffered, and it's this humongous litany Of him being beaten and stoned. Can you imagine getting stones thrown at you? He was stoned. Most people die. You're supposed to die when you get stoned. (laughs) St. Paul didn't die, but he got stoned. Okay? He's getting beat with rods. Okay? Uh imprisoned. You know? It's just unbelievable. The kind of physicality, but he did it all out of love and imitation of Jesus' passion. And here he is now in prison and he's chained. You know, this kind of physical restriction is unbelievable. And they didn't didn't chain you at that time just for the heck of it, just so you didn't get away. That was part of the reason. But they wanted to intentionally make you uncomfortable. So you would be put sometimes in the stocks, you know, and your body was, you know, your legs would be put in one position, your arms would be put in another position intentionally so that you were uncomfortable. And you were there for, what, days, weeks maybe at a time. <laughs> it's really horrendous. Really, really horrendous. And I think, you know, we got a little bit of the feeling here, we got the chains on our pews, you know, and we, we, this kind of restriction of your physical movement and limitation, we're tasting that just a little bit, you know, with this, all of the different restrictions that we're going through with the coronavirus. And so maybe, like Jesus, who endured such a horrible physical uh agony out of love and like Saint Paul who imitated and who was restricted physically you know in his bodily movement maybe just a little bit you know we can kind of taste that like okay yeah this sucks it really does it's terrible but maybe we can it, and it is a burden it is a sort of a chaining you know or it's this sort of restriction of our physical movement uh but maybe just a thought you know maybe like Saint Paul, We can embrace that out of love, knowing that the gospel and the love of God cannot be physically limited, cannot be restricted, cannot be restrained. So in the midst of our own restraint, we have that assurance that the love of God is all the more so unrestrained and let loose and and set free to reign in the hearts of men and women all over the world.